What's up, listeners? On this week's episode, while we sip our weekly beer, we'll do a quick St. Paddy's Day draft. Then we'll give quick hitter thoughts on all the recent NFL quarterback signings and trades and grade each move on the fun meter. March Madness is upon us, so Coin and I will each tell you the three double-digit seeds most likely to make the Sweet 16. Lastly, Stumptown. Then we out. Let's do it. That, ladies and gents, is the sound of a couple crisp beers Ooh. being cracked. And this oh my, is the sound. This is really good. Oh, this is the sound of Elvis being happy about his beer and your favorite podcast, convinced. The Rookie Show. <laughs> Thank you for the sound this time. Welcome back, mm-hmm. everybody, to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining mm-hmm. me, as per usual, out of Portland, Oregon, Mr. Oh, yeah. 503 himself, a.k.a. Hair Force Nun, uh, What Up Coin. <clears throat> was a little too hungover to grocery shop last night, so I went and got Chinotle, a what up? No. Is that a uh, common hungover meal for you, or do you switch it up? Mm, not a common one for me, but I think, uh, like, I've only actually had Chipotle probably less than, this might have been fourth or fifth time I've ever had Chipotle, which is, I feel like, a shocking number to a lot of people. Like, a lot of people assume I would have a lot more. I'm pretty sure we've uh, discussed this. Um, it is it is a few it is a few less than I would have expected, right? But no matter, I'm a Qdoba guy anyway. Mm-hmm. But I've had Chipotle. Yeah. There's just a lot. Definitely dub over Chipotle. Yeah, there's just Chipotle just has more locations if you're in a big city. I feel like there's a lot of Chipotle in Portland. Is there? There is a lot of Chipotle here. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, not a not a great Chipotle experience last night. Not gonna mm-hmm. lie, kind of sucked ass. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Coin, uh, speaking of hungover, what are you drinking this evening? Noel, as you can see from my face and what I said out loud, this is a lovely beer. I have for you a hazy. I did the thing again where I went to uh, just walked across the street to the bar. Shouts reel them in. Um, and I grabbed Ruben's Crush the Groove Hazy IPA. Crush the Groove? It's got like a record player on front with some like kind of records flying off of it, some music. The top looks like uh, music notes and uh, it's got their R logo from Ruben's Brews. That is what it is, yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of deceiving because it looks like it's probably printed on the can. It is not. It's actually silver to silver here. Smart. Makes you think yep, it's not. Yeah, it did make me think. So I actually only want to give it a half point deduction for that. Oh, okay. We're finding ways yeah. to skirt around the total point deduction. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Is that, um, a, but I, is that a uh, brewery or brand that you've had before? That R looks I think familiar. I've had Ruben's, Ruben's Brews before. Okay. Uh, the R does look familiar. Yes. I've definitely had, yeah, a couple of them. Okay. I think this is like a specific line of Ruben's Brews, though. Um, okay. But yeah, it's quite lovely. I very much like the beer. It's delicious. Sixteener. Mm-hmm. Okay. Show we a tall girl. Okay. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, for you, what do you coin. Got, I've got uh, going back to Goose Island, which is uh, a staple here in Chicago. This one is called mm-hmm. the Guava Squad. Uh, Guava Squad Double Dry Hopped IPA with natural guava flavors. So. Goose Island always just does the plain, uh, plain color with like one mm-hmm. accent color sometimes. So this is a green with a pink, and there's the goose there. I don't love it all that much. I mean, I kind of like that all their cans are the same and they're they're recognizable, and the font is is always the same. So I appreciate that about Goose Island. But um, and the, and the colors are nice. They're like an Easter kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very, overall, very springy. It's like a B minus can, I would say. It is not. Pr- I mean, it is printed on. So that's that's the nice part. Mm-hmm. That said, so I was I went for this one because uh, have you had like the current? I think it's Kerns, like the juice you can get from Costco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got like mango, apricot, and they have guava. Yeah. The Kerns guava juice is delicious. Now I is don't it? I don't know that I've ever had a guava beer before, and I will say, not great. I don't know. Oh, I think I was gonna guess that. Yeah, to be honest yeah, with you, yeah. I bought a sixer of these because they, that oh, was like the one at the store, and I had one on Friday or whatever, and I was like, I really wish I didn't have to drink five more of these. But 
So be it. I'm drinking one for the pod, and probably at least that's it's a a rare appearance for a 12 ouncer on the pod. That's true. That's true. I usually, if I can get, I'll get a four pack of 16s over a six pack of 12s because Mm -hmm. you're still only drinking four. I know it's like close to the same quantity, but it's the amount Mm -hmm. of times you have to crack open and finish a beer. So if -hmm. it's a shitty beer, four talls is better than six smalls. This is true. Um, so probably the other four of this six pack will probably sit in my fridge until next March. I did at our you last have to po- trick. You have to trick Katie into drinking them. At our last poker night, I, I don't know if I said this on the pod or told you, but I cleaned out my fridge from all the beers and seltzers and things that I had from uh, from Parched Madness last year, and mm-hmm. I think they got drank. I'm not sure. So. Did they? Yeah. I could see the dankster getting down on some of those uh, the the other ones that we get. The dankster for sure. The dankster. <laughs> Uh, beers from this weekend coin. It's, uh, it, it was not St. Patty's Day celebration in Portland for you? No, it was not. Okay. It wasn't. What were your beers for the weekend? Ah, lovely beers this weekend. No, it's, it was, it's kind of doing that annoying thing. We talk about weather every week. It's just, it flips back and forth. It's super shitty here again right now. Just like raining and ugly as fuck. Uh, Friday night though, it was nice. And so after work, I was going to go try to pop on and play nine with my coworker. Uh, there's a golf course like directly between our house, probably five minutes from each of us. Mm. It's really nice. Uh, but ended up not being able to jump into their tea time, played with another group. And uh, I just walked in with these like like a, probably late 40s, mid 40s like teachers. But the it was like a lady and a guy and they were playing against each other for sure. And the lady was playing from the back tees and I was kind of thrown off by it, you know, like there's the women's tees in front. She was just straight up playing from the blues, not even the whites. Okay. Wow. Um, and she was pretty good. Like definitely would have beaten you. No question. Probably was like maybe a little bit better than me. even <clears throat> like from that area. And I was kind of surprised. I was also playing really bad, mm. but, uh, she kind of reminded me of your aunt Connie. Okay. Very, uh, that now. yeah, kind of looked a little similar but also very kind of like stern in the way they talk you know what i mean like very businessy almost yes, in charge but as sure. like a teacher yeah 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 yeah. but then uh she was asking what i did at one point there's this weird interaction where i was like oh i do whatever for columbia I like doing she's like oh all those emails that i ignore and i was like okay <laughs> sure i don't know do you <laughs> like do you hate the product i'm sorry what the fuck <laughs> yeah it was very weird that was kind of it and then but so the uh, my coworker who is my manager actually is like uh, two tea times ahead of us and it kind of seemed like maybe they were slowing us down I couldn't really tell and he was like trying to talk to me as we were walking by at one point and she's like tell them to play faster why aren't they playing so slow and she's like just yelling and she's like do you know that guy and I was like yeah that's my manager and she's like whatever <laughs> what like, it's very weird interactions just all around I'm kind of confused like is this a common thing in the golf community you just show up and play with randos. I do. I've done it a few times. I usually go to play with friends, but I mean, if I, it's especially here, like, uh, I don't even book a tea time. I'll just show up. And if you play like either early in the morning or late in the afternoon, it's like 10 bucks to play nine. So I just go on and I walk on and play with whoever. It doesn't really matter. And people are generally welcoming to, to people yeah, joining? Always. Yeah. Usually really cool about it. Okay. That's, I learned something. Yeah. Pretty fun, actually. It's a good mm-hmm. way to meet people. Um, but then, what do we do? Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Mass came off for good in Portland, at least I hope, for good. Sick. Uh, got to go out, went around to a few bars, did get very drunk. Um, we went to a snack fest. I think I've talked about the night market here before. Same location. They do a snack fest, just different places, bring in like uh, different types of salts. Maybe they got salsas. Maybe they got um, popcorn, lots of alcohol distributors there. Why did you um, start with salts? That's very strange. I'm a little. I don't know. It was the one that. that stuck out in my head, and it's the one that Graham or uh, Alina and his wife bought. Or her wife. Okay. Bought. Yeah. Alina's nice. wife. Nice. Yeah. Alina's wife. Yeah. That's what they bought. Is like some like steak salts and some like mm. really good stuff. Actually, they put it on. You know, just like. I think they kind of trick you by giving you the uh, the serving vehicle was bread with olive oil and then just like sprinkled with salt and I just fucking love that stuff it's amazing do they also have um, i know like different olive oils is a popular thing too like different flavors yeah of olive i didn't oils see any okay. of those but yeah um i know that that they definitely are available sure. i've seen them sure, before they were not there this time yeah you get it um i also ended up having to wait in line for like 
50 minutes at one point to try to get food, which kind of sucked ass. Wasn't really that into that. That sucks uh, a lot. If that's a product of the mask coming off, I'm actually okay with it. So. 50 men's a long time to be in line. Were, did you have a beer in your hand or no? You were. I did, really yeah, multiple it. beers. And, <clears throat> the, and it was kind of rainy outside, so the, the lines outside to get drinks were not bad. So I probably drank like three or four beers when I was out there. It was great. Anything else? Did uh, anyone ask you to leave the bar? or? Oh, yeah, I was asked to leave a bar at, a, <laughs> at some point. Yeah, uh, I, got, I got pretty, pretty drunk. Um, did a lot of karaoke again, so that's like... Three karaoke nights in three weekends. It's like all you do. I can't decide if in the time away from you, you've gotten to the point where you're way too good at golf for me or way too good at karaoke for me. I'm not sure. I wouldn't consider myself good at either of those things. Oh, I, think okay. I just do them a okay. lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't croon, so can't croon. No I can't croon. That's a fact. Sounds like I'm a showstopper, but I was, I did get, but it was kind of nice because we started drinking on Saturday at one, you know? And it was like 11.30, and I think at that point, I was probably just like ready to go home anyways. I was fine. Like, I was fine with being asked to leave. Yeah, one to a... I don't remember it even, so of course I was fine. Ten hours is plenty. Yeah, plenty of drinking. I'm great. Good. Uh, what about you, Noel? Any big, any big drinks um, from the weekend? So this last weekend was the large Chicago uh, St. Paddy's Day celebration. I, I don't know who made yeah. the call to do it before St. Paddy's Day. We argued about this a little bit. I kind of mm-hmm. lean, as I mentioned to you, kind of lean towards in general... If there's a holiday during the week, you celebrate the weekend before, because it's like if you celebrate after, it's like the day's already passed. We're, we're already past it. So let's let's celebrate before and then on the day. But as you like pointed out, is like like what day does it change on? Like if it's on a Friday, you're not going to celebrate the weekend before, right? Well, of course not. No. So I guess okay, but it was on a, it's on Thursday this year. Yeah, but you don't celebrate on a Thursday. Uh, Thursday is pushing it. What? Thursday is pretty prime, like St. Paddy's no, Day. No, I mean, like, you don't do a parade and shit. Like, they're not oh, going to do a fair. parade and die in the river green yeah. and all that jazz. That's going to be on a Saturday regardless, but I digress. Um, so, St. Paddy's Day celebration. So, we were offered a spot at a table for eight at a bar okay. from... 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it was $25, and it was all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink. Uh, sorry, all-you-can-eat was not really true. They just brought out, like, plates of corned beef and cabbage and stuff, which was okay. fine. But I will say, when we first got in, there was a big, long line, and it took, like, 15, 20 minutes just for them to, like, sort out the line and get people seated, and I was getting a little pissed off because that ate into our three hours of all-you-can-drink. But mm-hmm. they did a fantastic job of keeping people served. Like they, we were, we were never waiting for drinks after that. So we were drinking steadily for the next two and a half hours. Um, and then we ended up going to uh, one dude's house that was just having people over and drinking until like eight o'clock at night. So we drank a lot. Another ten hour they day did. of drinking, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it was the first mm-hmm. time I've probably drank for that long of a duration in a very long time. I did not get totally blacked. Like, I remember coming home to some extent, but I was quite drunk. Okay. Yeah. Because I stuck to go. beer. I stuck to beer. Smart. Did a couple shots yeah, I here certainly and there, did but... Not. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I really got to get better at... I mix everything, man. <laughs> I really... I think I told you this, but since you got me trying to drink like Manhattans and Old Fashions and stuff, the other night when I was doing that, I got way too drunk. Way too drunk. So, that's a little, that's a little dangerous. I got to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all i have for the weekend um but that would tie us into talking about perfectly saint patrick's day great great holiday fantastic, fantastic holiday evening. yes we both said fantastic i'm extremely irish how irish are you 72 percent, i think is what our uh 23 and me bullshit said i bet you i'm right there we're both very irish yeah um yeah so that said we are going to have a draft we haven't really drafted things a lot lately yeah, not a lot of drafts. I think coming up, we'll probably get back into it, though. Probably start drafting again. We're going to yeah, draft St. Patty's Day things. Things. Aspects. Thoughts. Whatever it may be. Who's going first? I'll actually... Would you like to go first? I'll let you go Sure, first. I'll go first. Yeah, yeah. No, no flipping okay. a coin this time. All right, what do I want to draft first? So things I like about St. Patty's Day. I'm going to say... I'm drafting the aspect of St. Patty's Day that its pretty much only purpose is for drinking. Um, yeah, which is a great pick. You know, 
Fourth of Just July. In I mean, there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of holidays that people get drunk on. Uh, New Year's Eve, but like there's other purposes to those holidays. There's meanings to those holidays, and I realize that there's a history to St. Patty's Day, but nobody like celebrates. You know their Irish heritage no. or whatever. No, they're just getting drunk. It's just an excuse to get drunk yep. for everybody. So that's that's the yep. best aspect of this holiday. I, yes, completely agree. Yeah, I have no no pushback whatsoever. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to draft corned beef. Mm. It's a it's a meat that I really 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 like. And uh, I, it's one of the, it's similar to Thanksgiving where I wish I just ate it more year round. I think, like I've been having more Reubens and stuff lately. I feel like, kind of getting into that same territory. You know, pastrami corned beef, uh, corned beef hash is a top tier breakfast in my opinion, mm-hmm. as far as hashes go and scrambles. Uh, and then yeah, just as a as a general meal during the day, I, I think corned beef is perfect. I very regularly get Rubens and pastrami sandwiches. It is a top-notch lunch sandwich. It's top-notch for when, um, like, your work is ordering sandwiches from, like, a nice sandwich place, and there's, like, the $16 pastrami sandwich that you can get. Yep. Oof, that's money. And I Mm -hmm. always have to give a respectful glance to corned beef hash on the breakfast menu. Even if I don't get it, it's got to be considered. So I love I love the term and the term the term <laughs> respectful glance, especially well in, in terms of ordering food. It's like you like, just give it a nod, like mm. this little this little tip of the cap out of corned beef hash as I go about ordering my eggs Benedict plus pancakes. Well, actually, and maybe a better way to describe it is you're scanning through the menu, and if you haven't come across something that like totally catches your eye, I'm getting that. And you come across corned beef hash first, you go, okay, bookmark, I'm coming back to this motherfucker if I don't get something that really blows me away. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you're definitely my backup plan. That sounds like a bad a bad way to put it, but in a good way. Corned beef hash is like the, um, if you're the single guy at a wedding, like the least attractive bridesmaid. Like that's your backup plan. <laughs> As we keep talking about it, it's not sounding as good as we were trying to make it sound. But so that's not fair. <laughs> still the bride. You gotta assume there's some there's some <laughs> never. <mind. laughs> okay. Good. <clears throat> All right. Uh my turn now? Yeah. All right. What am I drafting? Uh my a lot of my items are just kind of whimsical ideas. They're not actual things. Uh that's perfect. I am exactly drafting I the idea of good luck. Fuck. Yeah. This was going to be probably my oh, third pick. I see? thought this was going to be a good one. I, I wanted I to like take that. it second because uh, I knew that would be something you'd be interested. Um, as we've said many times on the pod, luck is a skill. And so, Absolutely. Um, skill. I think there's a difference between being lucky and like a um, luck of the Irish type thought than just superstitions in general. I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's the same thing. I, I like the idea of luck, not necessarily superstitions. I like that. Okay. No, I can I can totally get behind that. And especially that uh You're right, that's a good way to put it. It's not that it's a superstitious holiday or anything like that. It's just like, hey, you know what? Maybe today is a day that a few more things break your way. Yes. Exactly. It's a good thing. Yes. No um no bad reverberations from it in any way. It's like not, you know, no karmic. It's all good. Anything. It's Nothing just bad. good luck. Not like Halloween. Yeah. Halloween you're avoiding bad luck. Yeah. Bingo. Um, I know that you obviously live in a big St. Patrick's Day city, but I'm going to draft Butte, Montana mm. as my number two for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It is just a great fucking time. Uh, a city that really, really goes hard on its heritage of being very Irish, cleans out jails before St. Patrick's Day, and turn like they know they're going to end up arresting a lot of people. It's pretty fun. Uh, all the bars are fantastic, and I just I, you're not going to have a bad time. You're not going to have a bad time, and you're not going to run into people that uh, are of a different ilk than yourself. I think everybody's in the same mindset and oftentimes the same background, and it's all big one family-feeling thing as opposed to a big yeah. city like Chicago, mm-hmm. where there's still weirdos everywhere, for sure, where you're like, I yeah. don't really want to hang out with that guy. And People dressed weird. Like Now, granted, I'm, I'm speaking like I've spent St. Patrick's Day in Butte before. I have not. 
Your thoughts. I kind of figured. I was I was wondering what you were going for there. Okay. Um, but, well... I think it's okay to understand the idea, and you've spent time in Butte regardless. I've you spent get. time in Butte, and I think I can make the assumption that the yeah, people doing exactly. St. Patrick's Day in Butte are, are our kind of people, is what I'm getting at. I would, I would call specifically Butte St. Patrick's Day a blue-collar St. Patrick's Day. Like, it's dudes there to just pound beers, maybe get in a fight. That's and pretty much it. You and I love to fight people. We love to roll up our sleeves and do hard manual labor. Um, yes. We're very right, blue collar right. Two guys. defining characteristics, I would say. <laughs> so it's our, our kind There's of There's anything about me that people say, it's that guy can fight, and he, uh, he likes just getting his knuckles dirty. We strap on our Carhartts and our cowboy boots, and uh, we, get, we go to work. I just took off my Carhartt beanie a little while ago, too, so I could have really proved it. Carhartt beanie. That's exactly what yeah. I was talking about. Yeah. Good. Good. Butte is an all-star pick. Could have gone number one overall, most likely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right. My last pick in the three-round draft here is just going to be, in general, I'd say St. Patrick's Day is the holiday that people try the least to look good. Like, they don't care about looking hot or looking... I mean, a lot of times people just look dumb, either dumb outfits or yeah. you're just wearing green... Mm-hmm. And people are just like sloppy and ugly. I mean, like usually girls on Fourth of July or whatever get can find a way to turn the American flag into something sexy or whatever. Like in general, yeah, there's always going to be a girl wearing like a green bikini or something. But St. Patrick's Day, most people don't care about what they look like. They're just there no. to get drunk and just be sloppy. throw something green on and then just let's get drunk in it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's the vibe. I like that. I like that vibe. Mm-hmm. Very blue collar again. Very Butte Montana. Yeah, draft. like us. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to decide if I could make these last two one pick. Mm. I want to get your opinion. I know that you drafted a drinking holiday. I want to draft the St. Patrick's Day specific drinks, if that's cool. Can you I may. have both? Of course. Can I have both green beer and Irish car bombs? Or do I have to pick one or the other? Uh, you can have both. I'm going to allow it. Okay. That's big. That's actually big that you gave those both to me. <laughs> Um, Irish car bombs as far as the, yeah, (laughs) it could could change everything. As far as the drop drinks go, Mm. Irish car car bombs are pretty up there, I would say. Oh man. I just hate, I just hate Guinness. I hate, I just, I can't do it. Yeah, but the, the Bailey's and the, the Jameson changes everything. The Bailey's accents the, the Guinness in such a way. The Bailey's is carrying the entire Irish car bomb, if we're being honest. Bailey's is the best. (laughs) It's so good. Um, yeah, and green, I did not have any green beer this year, but really? I had it before. I'm yes. surprised. They weren't really okay. serving it at the bar. And I mm. think they were serving Miller Lite, which was sad. But I, Oh, that's a huge bummer. No wonder it's 25 bucks all you can drink. Slammed. They switched to Coors Light, though, at the end, which was nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Silver bullets. Um, nice. Okay. Any on menchies that you need to get out or... Yeah, one on Menchie, uh, gifts from my mom. My mom sends just pre- pretty much every holiday, she sends a gift no matter what. And this year she sent us a little uh, 1-800 flowers. She sent us some shamrocks. It was nice. Where does uh, Leprechaun rank on holiday mascots? Is it... Oh, hi. Is it top um, notch? I mean, I guess yeah. you're competing with Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Who else? Uncle Sam, I Uncle guess. Sam, yeah, probably. How about... I mean, Leprechaun is fucking up Uncle Sam. Yeah. Um, uncle Sam is like the mean drunk uncle. and Right. Like Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a mascot for his He's own holiday. He's not really a mascot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not really a mascot. I'd say I'd probably lean. It's like MLK is 1A to a Leprechaun 1B in terms of a like. Doofy, a the, doofy turkey the, for the, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Doofy turkey. Is it there's like a New Year's baby, isn't there? Oh gross. Yeah. Leprechaun's fucking up a baby All too. Right. Like what if I are we getting the leprechaun from the luck of the Irish? That guy's scary as hell. Who is also the grandfather priest from Wedding Crashers? That guy? Bingo. Mm. Bingo. Yeah. He is creepy. I mean, I would I'd take the, the one from Lucky Charms. Probably. Yeah. He's pretty solid. I think he's got more magical powers. What about the one they catch in Always Sunny? Less, fewer magical powers. I guess less. <laughs> fewer. Uh, that's a good question. I'd say fewer powers. Less power. Depends on what you're trying no, to say. No, yeah, less, less powers because you're not powerful. measuring the amount of powers they have. No, how many powers do you have? I have super strength. I have super speed. Yeah, we don't One, have a finite. We don't have a number on it. 
Well, I'm saying if you can count the powers, then it's countable. That's true. That's true. Either way. All right. Fewer powers. (laughs) Either way. Either way. way. Okay. That has been the St. Paddy's Day draft. Uh, Ooh, good transition. Coin. Some big news in the NFL over the past week. Oh, baby. Right after we did the Calvin Ridley pod last week, then like the next four days were chock full of quarterback news. So we're just going to do some quick hitters on all these QB uh, news uh, items. And I called this the fun meter. We're going to give each move a grade or a rank. That's exactly Um, what I did, too. That's incredibly um, loose. And we're just going to really give a thought on each of these, I would say. Okay. um, Do you care? what I've got an order, but do you care? What order I go? No, I do not. Okay. I, I want you to go. Let's go start with it. probably, you could argue the biggest news, maybe most recent news. Tom Brady, not mm-hmm. done, coming back from the, uh, to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, where do you put that on the fun meter or your thoughts? On my fun meter, this is um, having one egg and one piece of toast for breakfast. So not that fun. I still like breakfast wow. and I'm kind of glad he's playing again, but. It doesn't really excite me. I'm pretty ready for him to be done. Okay. I'd say we went a similar direction here. And I mm-hmm. think if you compared our scales, I would I would be leaning slightly more fun than you. But I okay. went on the Starbucks drink um, size meter. And I'm oh, saying nice. it was grande nice. fun. Not quite venti fun. Um, right. Because, yes, it is um, cool and exciting that he's back. And you have a guy to root, root against again. But... I think going to another team would have been more fun. That would have been the venti option, right? Is that what you were getting that at? Is, that is my exact next point, is okay. that if he demands a trade, this is upgraded to a full savory sweet breakfast combo. Oh, wow. That's a huge yeah, jump. Yeah, so that's pretty fun. One I'm egg, into one that. Toast. I'm, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's his be- Is it San Fran? Is there anybody else? San Fran like would see? be pretty awesome. Okay. Um, I mean, you just want him out of your if he wanted, to, If he wanted to be a Falcon, that'd be fine. <laughs> I would probably take that, honestly. <laughs> uh, if the Bucks wanted to pay Matty Ice 48 mil? You think they'd be into that? No, sure. that's the thing is that uh, that's it's not what he costs them. It's like, That's what he is against the Falcons no matter what. Oh, I see. So you might as well. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like $35 million to us, but like $48 million against our cap. Good, good, good. Whoa. All right, next in line, we're going to go to... <laughs> we're going to go to Aaron Rodgers... I think the day after our last pod decided he's going to mm-hmm. stay with the Packers, signed a $200 million deal for four more years. Uh, what do you got for the fun meter for this one? I think these ones are fittingly back-to-back, yeah. um, where I consider I put this one as uh, getting an hour of daylight back. So, like, fun in that way. Like, I kind of had forgot that it was coming, but now that it's here, I'm, I'm happy about it. Okay. I, guess. I would say... I basically, I, I just gave it a zero on the fun meter. I don't think it's mm. fun at all. I think that's a fair scale. That's a fair fair grade. It's just annoying to me that this we just circled the wagons and we just came back to what was going to happen in the first place. Yeah. My biggest yeah. question is, uh, if you're a Packers fan, are you really right. excited? Like, is this really, like, what it, what what's going to be better about the next couple of years than the last two? He's just a choke artist now. That's a good point. I mean, and it come again, I, we've referenced this multiple times over the last few pods. At what point are you like, it's great, I guess, that we're, and, I, and I'm doing air quotes, competitive every year? Are you competitive every year? Like, wouldn't you rather just be bad and do something else? <laughs> For the past 12 years, how many times have you had home playoff games that Rodgers just didn't live up to the hype in and you're going to blame the defense or blame the coach or whatever? But, man, we're past a decade, and it's just he just had his two best seasons of his career, MVP, back-to-back, and mm-hmm. then you guys lost first game both times. I don't know. I'd just be like... Like, he did that all for you guys. Wouldn't you have been... Part of you, I feel like, as a Packers fan, is even... Maybe you should go somewhere else. It's time. It is time. Is it right now? If that means we're playing Jordan Love, then I get it. I'm excited Ooh, as a Packers fan. Yeah, that's but tough. He's not good. Couldn't you? What if now they trade Rodgers for Russ over to the Packers? Rodgers. Well, that Packers. would be crazy. That won't happen. No. Speaking of Russell Wilson, our yes. next quarterback, Russell Wilson, traded to the Denver Broncos uh, mm-hmm. for less than the Commanders offered. 
Uh, let me go first on this one. I'm just going to basically describe to you how I feel. I feel like on the fun meter, I'm like Bruce Willis in Armageddon, where like I'm the sacrificial lamb and like I acknowledge for the rest of the world, this is the most fun option. But for me, I'm being blown up on an asteroid. <laughs> and uh, it's really sad <laughs> that we couldn't get rest of the commanders. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how I do. Uh, I, I put this as just because of how fun the news was to actually get. I equated this to getting a 20 plus point hand in crimmage. I actually really like this is the biggest NFL trade that's happened in our lifetime, right? Oh, man. I think so. I mean, it, it in the moment, it feels that way. Did Was Peyton Manning of the Broncos, was that a trade, or did he just sign with them? See, I was talking... It was a trade. I was talking to somebody about this. This was also after Manning had neck surgery, and there was like a possibility he was just kind of done. True. And You're absolutely right. They knew that he was going to move on to the Colts. This is... Still very much prime Russ, so... Yeah, uh, it is. I, I acknowledge that it is really fun, and it's also uh, the two teams that I would say are the most represented in Montana, so we know a mm-hmm. lot of Seahawks and Broncos fans in our lives, so right. it, it's a fun uh, trade on text threads and stuff like that. So, yes, I agree. 20-point and cribbage is pretty, pretty accurate. I'm just pretty sad. Uh, I will say, obviously, my heart goes out to you. I know that uh, you very much wanted... What do you did you did you get a full report of what you thought that the the commanders offered? I Chase Young had to have been in that, and then what two first round picks? No, I don't. They said they were hesitant to offer Chase. They definitely offered three firsts and a couple of lower round picks. I don't know if they were seconds or something. And if they wanted, uh, are you hearing me? I'm hearing. Okay. You, yeah. Um, I I don't think Chase Young was necessarily in the offer, but it okay. sounds like. So some of the reports wanted to say that, um, like they, the Seahawks didn't want to keep him in the NFC, but it sounds more likely that Russ just didn't want to go to the command. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that he was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go play for Dan Schneider's team." Like if you think about it, if you're the Broncos, why would you give a shit if he's playing for Washington over Denver? It doesn't matter. He's in this NFC. No. Who fucking cares? If you could get a better package, you'd take it. So I'm sure it had everything to do with Russ being like, yeah, I don't want to play for that shit franchise. So, yeah. Oh, well. Nah, that's a bummer, man. But you got the next best thing, so that's okay. Um, Next move, our boy, Kirky Cousins, yep. gets paid again, sticking around for the Vikings. Your thoughts? My my initial thought and reaction was it was fun like I hopped on to watch the last ten minutes of Jeopardy and then I got the last Je- or the final Jeopardy correct, but just because I saw that he was going to make forty million dollars this year and I was like that was alarming and it's more shocking to me than anything when I get final Jeopardy right. Mm, that's a good point. You're like ah oh, wow I'm just surprised. That <laughs> I was happened. like wow that's a lot of money. Um, I just can only think of like the Jesse Pinkman gif of. He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did see that if Kirk Cousins like fulfills his contract through 2023, he will be the sixth highest career earnings player in NFL history. Which uh, I think is behind Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford, and Russell Wilson. So there's a couple of names on there. Yep. But all of those guys are a lot better than Kirk Cousins, so it's... And he's played for way less mm. years. Like, he's only played for 12 years. Yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised to see that, I guess. Um, I mean, at this point, are we sure that Kirk is not better than Matt Ryan? Probably is, right? I think... Pretty close. I would say right now. Like, I, if you're saying just for the next season, yeah, I'd say... Yeah. I'd probably lean Kirk, but certainly not for his career. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. But it's close. Yeah. It is closer than probably you'd like to admit. Yeah, I think so too. I'm also happy because I have Justin Jefferson in a keeper fantasy league, and I think he's he's good for for Jefferson. So. I agree, man. Kirky at least feeds his guys. He feeds him. He feeds him. Unlike, yeah. I'm worried about Terry because like Wentz never, we'll get to Wentz in a minute, but Wentz mm-hmm. never like had a top 
receiver. Maybe it's because his receivers haven't been good enough, but I'm a little worried about Terry's production, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be good. Again, I'm, you know, I'm in. We love Kirky. Um, all right. How about some legal news? Deshaun Watson cleared of all charges. Now he's on the move. Your thoughts? It's this is fun to me, like uh, watching an episode of Scott's Tots on The Office, the the Scott's Tots episode. Yes, I feel really awkward and uncomfortable, and I uh, I don't really know if I want to comment on it. <laughs> That's pretty much how I feel. That's very similar to mine. I'm giving this the uh, post backpacking trip feeling, which is technically you're mm-hmm. out of the woods, but you still feel really dirty. Is basically. Yeah, it's like right. oh, it's like oh, that's great. a very good way to put it. But it's just like it's still on you. The woods are still on you. So like I you're am in the car on the way home, kind of. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm since he doesn't sound like he's going to the NFC East. I'm actually am quite glad that he. I don't have to root for him on Washington because I wouldn't feel great about that. It would have been just a great cultural fit, though. It would have been perfect match made in heaven. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure Snyder match really made in heaven. Snyder probably those guys deserve for each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably. They just need to get like uh, Donald Sner- Sterling out of the grave and oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right, the biggest move, probably most important move of the entire week, we just alluded to, Carson Wentz traded. Yeah, let's go, baby, to the Washington Commanders for a couple third round picks. Uh, my reaction, which I showed you, was what I sent to my father. I'm going to give it the Larry David waffling gif. Like, <laughs> I'm going to talk myself into it. That's also very right. frustrating. Uh, I think given the market and what our options were, it probably wasn't a bad move uh, with some decent upside, but some also pretty big downside. So, your thoughts? Yeah, it's possible it could go quite poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've on this podcast, been a Carson Wentz defender. I, I kind of like him. I think he does some things. We're not that far removed from a, what would have been his probable MVP season. It's it's right there. And he, he makes throws that are not many dudes can make. And then he also will follow those throws up with some really, really, really bad things. Um, but I, I, uh, I said that this is fun like convincing your friend who's already barreling towards a blackout to take another shot like your team this this commander's team is already just kind of a train wreck (laughs) i'm just like yeah let's let's get carson wentz in here and that's you just going over the edge of the blackout i kind of like that because that also is like well this could lead to like a great story that we tell for the rest of our lives or you might be in jail you know, we're not really sure. Yeah, exactly. Or both of yeah. those things. This could be yeah, such both. a train wreck of a season that it's hilarious to talk about for the next 20 years. Yeah, exactly. There's no bad way. Great analogy. Like, There's no downside yeah. to taking a shot yeah. when you're already blacked out. <laughs> exactly. Is what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, lastly, we got our buddy, Mitchie Biscuits, Miss Trubisky. Mitchie Biscuits. The bare minimum headed to the Pittsburgh Steelers today. Big news. Um... Your thoughts mm-hmm. on that, Coin? I decided not to trade uh, or change my, my fun reaction, mm. and this is, in fact, uh, watching a friend fall off of a dock and cut their knee open, and then after they realize it's bad, they try to blame you. So that's what I imagine is going to happen for the Steelers is they did this to themselves. It's all their fault, which is the same thing in the first part. And then later on when it goes poorly, they're going to try to blame everybody else for convincing them that Mitch was going to be good. Okay, yeah, I'm not really on board with this one as much. Uh, I have a very large scar on my knee to back up my distaste for that take. Um, But I get it. Um, I have some thoughts real quick on Trubisky and and Wentz. So let me just take you back to the spring of 2019. This is not even three years ago, two and a half years ago. Here's two things that were true. The Philadelphia Eagles had just given Carson Wentz a four-year, $128 million extension. That happened. Also, what happened that year, the Washington Redskins had just spent their first-round pick on Ohio State phenom Dwayne Haskins to be their quarterback and face of the franchise. This was less than three years ago. Now, imagine you telling me in the spring of 2019 one of these, one or both of these two statements. 
In 2022, the Indianapolis Colts will trade Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. I just said, you're high. Or is that more unlikely than in 2022, the Pittsburgh Steelers will bring in free agent Mitch Trubisky to compete with Mason Rudolph for the starting job ahead of third stringer Dwayne Haskins. That would have been I, so depressing. That would have been tough to hear. <laughs> well, tough, I, tough, tough pills to swallow all around. I probably would have been excited for Wentz at that point. I'd have been like, oh, sick, we're getting a Wentz. But mm-hmm. uh, pretty wild how, how fast things can change in the NFL. I think that hearing that name would have just given you the wrong feelings at that time. Probably. Although I did look, I think that was Mitch's best year, 2018. So Trubisky oh, might have it? been might have been a little tasty too at that point. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, any other quarterback NFL thoughts before we move on? Um, it's nice to see the NFL staying relevant uh, in, in the off seasons. I guess it's only been a few weeks since we're removed from the Super Bowl, but... Um, Pretty funny of Brady to announce he's coming back on Selection Sunday. Um, and, uh, yeah, just that, that rust trade was fucking awesome when it happened. I was really jacked. And I've got a Seahawks fan and a Broncos fan on my working team. And so we enjoyed ourselves. Good. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. – I, I don't remember a bigger bigger week in the NFL offseason than that. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Um, in somewhat of an episode of The Bookie Show – we're about uh-huh. to talk a little March Madness. Um, yep. Before we get to that, real quick, I will mention, I'll remind the fans, this Friday, Mavericks at 76ers, Jersey T-Bet. Let's not forget to check the that's line right, on that. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, that's it. What I decided we should do, rather than pick our final four or whatever, we're each going to take three double-digit seeds that we're going to predict yep. has the best chance of making the Sweet 16. Um, okay. This could be either the best value if you want to bet on it. I did find the odds on these teams to make the Sweet 16, but really it's just which I appreciate. Teams. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, I. It took me a while to find it. I was not on Bovada, unfortunately. Uh, okay, you want to go first? Sure, I'll get the first pick. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and take one that's done it recently. I'll take Loyola Chicago, ten seed, plus four seventy seven to make the Sweet 16. I can't remember what their path is. They go. Uh, do you have that up? I do, and I actually that was sort of one of my uh, one of my picks. So I'll give you, yeah, they're plus four seventy seven. Um, they play uh, Michigan State. Oh no, sorry, Ohio State. Ohio State. Right. 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 So I'll roll that into my one of my picks. So I was gonna basically cheat and give two picks for one. I was gonna give David Sid Davidson the ten seed, and okay. Loyola the ten seed because there's a lot of similarities here. Um, both are mid-major schools that have some past success in the tournament, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Davidson with mm-hmm. Steph Curry, mm-hmm. Loyola recently. Both are playing overrated Big Ten schools who have coasted on name recognition. I watched Michigan State and Ohio State play this year. They're not good. I promise. They're not good. Wasn't Ohio State ranked pretty fucking high at one point? Uh, I don't know how high they got. They maybe got into the top 15 or something, but I can't imagine okay. they okay. got too high. Um, both Loyola and Davidson are one point underdogs, not, not big, uh, upset candidates here. Right. Uh, also they have like NCAA has the net rankings, which is like what they claim to use mm-hmm. for, to compare all the teams. Uh, Michigan state is 36th in the country and Davidson is 38th. So, um, Ooh. they're right there. Even better. Ohio state is 26th. Loyola is 23rd. Loyola is actually better than Ohio State. Loyola is good. Loyola is definitely yeah, good. good. So you're right. So the only thing they'd have to then probably beat Villanova in the second round, which would be tough. Nova's really uh, talented, but I like Are the pick good? as well. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Davidson's okay. odds, I'm not sure. I'm guessing they're probably about the same, plus 500. Yeah, I know nothing about college basketball. I've watched maybe one game this year. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm giving you some stats to back it up. So maybe we're going to pick all the same teams, and I'll tell you why you're right. Probably. Okay. Who else you got? All right. Uh, this is a heart pick again, just because we've watched them before. I will be picking the South Dakota State J-Rabs plus 842. My number Something one feels pick. good about saying J-Rabs, too. <laughs> J-Rab. Uh, my number one pick. I'm glad you picked this. The South Dakota State Jackrabbits plus 842. 
And here's why both of us picked them. I'll tell you why you picked them as well. As you mm-hmm. mentioned, near and dear to our hearts, we watched them play in person in 2016 against Maryland. They, uh, <clears throat> they hung with Maryland. I think they lost by like five. Valiant effort. Yeah, they were good. At the time, I don't know if you recall this, they had a young man by the name of Mike Dom, D-A-U-M. Did mm-hmm. you know that that guy is the seventh all-time leading scorer in college basketball history? What? 3,067 Seriously? points. Yeah. Seventh all-time leading Holy scorer. Holy shit. South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Uh, Pistol Pete is the number one all-time scorer, by the way, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, they are 30-4 and four this year, including 18-0 mm-hmm. in the Summit League. It's pretty good. Wait, so is Mike Dom currently on that team? No, he's he was not. on the team He's before. playing overseas okay. now. He's a big white dude. Okay, okay. Um, reminded me a little bit of Matt Stainbrook, but I digress. Big Stain? The big Stain. I was kind of thinking he, he, I thought he, uh, if I remember right, he kind of looked like Luke Garza. He, this guy on South Dakota State? Yes. He yeah. definitely. Mike he, Dom kind of looked like yes, Luke Garza, right? definitely does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one other stat of note, Providence, who they're playing in the first round, is 12 and 2 in games decided by five or fewer, which you oh. could argue that means they're good in close games. I would argue they're lucky in close games. So their record isn't mm-hmm. actually as good as, or they're not actually as good as their record. Um, this right. is a four versus 13 seed matchup, and it's a two point line. Did you know that? What? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, South Dakota State is legit. So you picked a good team, is, is my point. How are, yeah, I. I saw that they're they're 13 season, they're 30 and four. I don't really understand that. Uh, I think people think they got hosed a little bit, and I think Providence is a little overrated. So this is this is about the primest okay. upset pick of the of the tourney. So well okay. done, Coin. Okay, you're very okay. smart. Thank you. They would I, have to thank beat you. the winner of Iowa Richmond in the second round. Um, my basic common my basic common theme for my bracket, I think, is going to be pick against the Big Ten because. That's the only basketball I watched all year, trying to watch Maryland shitty team. And you're like, these guys, these guys are not. These good. teams suck. They all suck. They're not good. So Iowa. Mm-hmm. So, okay, what's your last pick? I think we're gonna have the same three picks. Are you? I actually changed mine last second because I'm gonna pick an upset over an upset here. Mm. Um, I really wanted to go UAB, the Fighting Vetters, uh, but I will be going the Chinook Chattanooga, 27 and seven. They're the 13 seed over four seed mm. Illinois. Uh, who will be matching up with UAB in the second round, though. God damn, we picked the exact same picks. And I actually looked at it, <laughs> and you have no idea. So, well, No, I really, I, I, I watched a few Chattanooga basketball games this year. Did you? Uh, no. I I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned both UAB and Chattanooga, because I'll be taking the UAB Blazers 12 seed. Shouts to Brandon Vetter, of course. Um, I, as I mentioned to you, I did talk to some of these guys at a hotel in Virginia about a month ago. So mm-hmm. we're basically buddies. I asked them if they knew Brandon Vetter. They said no. Uh, I digress. Um, they're playing Houston. And Houston's mm-hmm. like two best players are like out for the season. So they're like not okay. that good. They have a dude named Jelly Walker, who's oh. like their best player. <laughs> the dude put up 40 in the Conference USA semifinals. His name's Jelly Walker. I also looked up Jelly Walker. It is also the main antagonist in a discontinued video game called Cookie Wars, which is a spinoff of a game called Cookie Run. So ah, okay. the Jelly Walkers right. were the bad Classic. guy in that game. So, mm-hmm. um, But I'm glad you mentioned Chattanooga because, yes, they would have to play the winner of Illinois Chattanooga. As I mentioned, the Big Ten's week, so Chattanooga is going to upset Illinois as well. Did you see Chattanooga, how they made it into the tournament? Yeah, they had the uh, half quarter, right? Or the full court shot? Basically, a half quarter. There's a dude named David John Baptiste, who is a sixth year senior at Chattanooga. I didn't know that's possible. Hit that half court buzzer okay. beater, immediately sprinted the other way, and took his shirt off while running. The perfect celebration for a buzzer beater to send your big team to the selling. tournament. Six year senior. Yeah, big you, time selling. You got to be rooting for it. They are the. Um, so were they not making the tourney if he doesn't make that shot? Yes. If he misses, they're out. If he makes it, they're in. Championship. They're twenty seven and seven and they wouldn't have made it, huh? That's tough. Well, it's just in the mid majors, you're you're only gonna win if you win your conference. So um That's fair. so you gotta root for for David, the six year senior. And and they're like the like mocks David. or something, the Chattanooga mocks. I forget. It's like, like a, moccasins, like water moccasins. It's M O C S, but I think it's a bird though, so I don't know. Let's see. You look it up. Chattanooga. Um, is it college or university? 
Uh, I think it's University. University of UC Chattanooga. UC, yeah. UC Chattanooga. That's right. Um, Mascot. Yeah. What do we got? Sorry. You're good. Slow. Scrappy Mock. It is a bird. It's freaky. Are they the Scrappy Mocks? They actually use the word Scrappy? It's like the fighting sense. No, I wish they did. Oh, uh, okay. oh no, no. The, the nickname of the mascot is Scrappy Mock. Oh, he's the he's the mascot. I got it. He's the Scrappy, Scrappy Mock. They were formerly the Moccasins, named after nearby Moccasin Bend. Um, but that wasn't PC, because that's like an Indian thing? I don't know. Mm. Either. Yeah, it's so it was a water moccasin mascot was used until the 1920s, which water moccasins a snake. Um, water moccasins, and then they had a they had a native mascot until 1996. They changed from snake to native. There you go, and then back to bird. So, um, who knows what they're doing? I will say Illinois has got a dude named Kofi Coburn who's like I know Kofi, 30 years old and like 400 yeah. pounds, and he could probably do some damage against the the mocks. Yeah, but sometimes those mid-majors can't really handle size. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Take it to the bank. You got South Dakota State Jackrabbits, UAB Blazers, Chattanooga Mocks, Davidson Wildcats. Call the (laughs) J-Rabs. That's good. I love the J-Rabs. All right. Um. So, did you consider Michigan really quickly? No, I did I not. Michigan will lose. They're in the Big Ten. They suck. I watched them. They're trash. NMSU, North New Mexico State. I feel like they're kind of good. I have no. I don't know who's in New Mexico State play. Uh, UConn. I think UConn might be good. Twelve five. But usually those twelves. Um, a couple other. I was considering the Vermont Fighting Russillos. I do. I don't hate Vermont. I kind of liked Arkansas earlier in the year, but I'm kind of yeah. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then Montana State. Did we think about it at all? I wouldn't take them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is Texas Tech kind of nice? I think Texas Tech's kind of nice. But I ho- oh, I'll okay. be rooting for the Bobcats. Don't you worry. Because it's... Uh, another one I looked at, Yale. Yale's got some funky... Uh, I feel like I really like picking um, Ivy League schools in the tourney. I've had some. Fun. I've had some luck with Harvard in the past. Fun to pick Ivy League. Fun to pick Big Sky for sure. Both of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say one uh, one that's going to be trendy is Virginia Tech be, uh, because they yeah. just won the ACC tournament. They're pretty good. They beat Duke in the ACC title game, right? Yeah. That's fantastic. Good. Fuck Coach K. I yeah. hope he has a terrible year going out. I hope he has a bad time. I think Davidson could beat them, so that's why I picked that. Good. Uh, I think CSU Fulton could beat them. That would um, be sick. Any chance UNC makes it to the Elite Eight? I only watched UNC one time all year, and it was the game they housed Duke, so I think they're really good. <laughs> I mean, is Baylor good? Baylor is not going to make a deep run because they're missing two of their best players too. They've, they're gonna, they're fine. I mean, they're they're a good team, but uh, is Kansas going to win the title? No. Okay, I like Kansas. Dang it! I'm basically going is, pick pick SEC schools and pick against Big Ten. That's my that's my uh, suggestion. What round does Gonzaga lose out in? Final four. Yeah, classic. Classic. I'm considering going. They've got, I've got, um, let's see. I've got Gonzaga, Georgia State, and St. Mary's, Wyoming, UCLA, Akron, Boise State, and Memphis in Portland. Considering it very much. Oh, wait, that's Thursday. What? I'm not Oh, I, I was so go. confused. You're listing the teams that you could go watch. I got gotcha. you. These games start on Thursday. I'm so far behind. The, it's every year, bro. What are, what are we doing here? You gotta get in the. You gotta get in the I March Madness vibe. Yeah, exactly. This is the least prepared I've ever been for a March Madness before. Um, it's not about being prepared. I, I've watched a little no. bit. I feel like every year I feel like I'm the least prepared, but mm-hmm. so good. Okay. Uh, best Got of luck it. to your brackets, everybody. Yeah, we'll probably get a rookie show bracket out there. Get everybody involved. Oh. I'll give out. Oh yeah. Noel and I will each contribute $10 to the winner. Should we do a rookie show bracket group on ESPN or something? And then, then yeah. everybody yeah, joins we'll do it. That. We'll get a, the winner. Yeah. Did yeah. we do that last year or no? Mm-hmm. We yeah, did? I paid Skylar. Skylar, uh, Skylar Anderson shouts. He won. Okay. I love that. Have you been... Oh, speaking of which, speaking of brackets or just picking basketball things, you've been doing Purtle? It's awesome. I haven't been. I'm I really good. I'm on fire right now. Okay. I'll I haven't been doing the silhouette even. I've just been going for it. Okay. I'll get back into it. Purtle. Okay. Yeah. 
Purtle. Purtle is sick. Um, what time is it now? It is with the time zone change, ten thirty-three. It's pretty close. Uh, yeah. that's right, everybody. It's time for a little bit of random and spread it. That's right. It's time for some Stump Town, where I try to stump Elvis with some trivia. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Coin, I'm going to stick with your worst sport, the NCAA tournament. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Tying it to NBA, though. Each year, the NCAA mm-hmm. gives an award to the Final Four's most outstanding player. The mop. The mop. Back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, the award largely rep- was representative of a player's future success in the NBA. I'll, t- I'll give you some examples. From 1955 through 1985, here are 10 players with Final Four Most Outstanding Player Awards that went on to have the best NBA careers. You may have heard of some of these guys. Okay. Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I have. Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, mm-hmm. Hakeem Olajuwon, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Isaiah Thomas, Patrick Ewing, Bill Walton. Have you heard of any of those guys? Uh, yes, most. These 10 guys ended up with 118 all-star appearances among the 20 of them. Um, and mm-hmm. 31 championship rings. Mm-hmm. Um, among ESPN's NBA All Top Twenty uh, Top Seventy Five team, this group represents nine of the top forty, seven of the top twenty, and four of the top six players of all time. Do you know the other two in the top six? Michael, stop you? listening for a second. Um, My, I'm gonna guess. This is not the question. Is it Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan and LeBron are one and two, and then the next four yeah. are on this list. Uh, m- yeah. Fun note, Michael Jordan did win a championship at UNC, but he was not the Was mop. not the mop, though. Right? No, it was James one. Worthy. I think uh, I think MJ was young. so He was like a freshman, maybe. Okay, but with the huge influx of stars heading straight from high school to the NBA in the 90s and 2000s, followed okay. by the one-and-done era, the best college players from the past several de- decades simply don't translate to NBA success. Mm -hmm. I put together a list of the 10 Final Four most outstanding player winners since 1999, who then went on to have the best NBA careers. So out of the past like 23 of these winners, I picked 10. And this is a bit subjective of who I think had the best NBA careers. This group, as opposed to the previous group, has just 27 All-Star appearances combined and eight championships. Two of these guys, two of these 10 players, rank 69th and 71st, respectively, in the NBA Top 75. Um, The rest of these guys are unranked in in the Top 75. So every correct guess you get, uh, every name gives you one point, and then every NBA title that that player has won gives you another point. Okay. So I need you to get five points. And if you really struggle, I'll give you hints. Basically, I need you to guess guys who have won most outstanding player and had good NBA careers. I'm going to go Mello. Carmelo Anthony. uh, You get one point for him. He has not won an NBA title. But yes, by far the most successful guy since 99 with 10 all-star appearances. He is 69th on the NBA list. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, definitely the second most uh, successful. He is 71st, and he has one ring, so you're now at three points. So you only need two more points. Those are my two dudes from the NBA 75, right? Correct. Uh, Kemba? Kemba Walker, probably the fourth best. He has four all-star appearances, but no rings. So you still need one more point. Okay. Carlini Towns? No. He didn't win an MLP, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, he... No, I don't think so. I don't think they won the title. I think Cal Perry's only won one with Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Mario Chalmers. Bingo. Bongo. Bing pot. Mario Chalmers, a two-pointer with two rings. Let's go. He was the My 2008. Boy. <laughs> I was hoping you would get him. Um, yeah. And you want more guesses or you want me to tell you the list now? I could go. I could go for some more guesses. Okay, give me, me a couple guesses. Um, yeah. You've already succeeded. You've already got six points. How many points were possible? Uh, let's see. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 
18. 18, huh? Mm-hmm. There's one more guy with two rings. Two rings. Yeah, and then three guys with one ring. Is this guy active? The guy with two? No. Yeah. No, he's not. But he has a correlation with the guy you just mentioned. Is it Chris Bosh? It is not Chris. No, no. Shane Battier. It is Shane Battier. Well done. Yes. Battier. 01. He's the 01 mop. He was the 01 mop. Yeah. That's sick. I was going to ask if. I don't think Danny Green won mop, right? Granny Dean? I don't think so. No. Okay. All right. I'm done guessing. Okay. Nice. Well done. Pretty I mean, good. I think you you drilled it. I was hoping you'd get Chalmers. So, I'd say in order the guys that are had the best NBA careers after that, Richard Hamilton, Rip Hamilton of the Detroit Pistons. Oh, yeah, no chance. I was no that. the guy with the mask. You don't remember Rip? I know. I know who Rip Hamilton. Yeah, is. that, that was that was ninety nine. He was ninety nine for UConn. So that was tough. He had three All Stars mm-hmm. in a ring. Um, Joakim Noah. Oh, I could have gotten Joakim. Two time All Star, no rings. Uh, Corey Brewer the following year, yeah, same Florida team. I was gonna say did win a ring with the Dallas Mavericks. I did not realize right, that. Right, 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 right. Uh, Dante Divincenzo, who oh, just won a ring with the Bucks. Yes, after Nova. Okay, kind of sad that he's part of this list of the most successful NBA players compared to the a little bit sad. That was yes, kind of the juxtaposition correct. I was going for. Um, yeah, Kyle Singler does not have any All Stars or rings, but he's played. In the NBA. I want that name scrubbed from this podcast. I don't want him ever I'm mentioned sorry. on this I'm podcast. Sorry. I think that's it. I, I hate Kyle Singler. He's my so least favorite player of all time. I would say he's top three for me because Greg Paulus yeah. is in the mix. He's, and uh, Duke's had a lot of guys that really grind yeah. my gears. So. Kyle Singler is no question, number one, the reason I don't like Duke people. Good, good. Well, Duke yeah, is... Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of them this year. I don't know how hateable they are. Does he have a title? No. Kyle Singler oh. is the only player on this list that has no all-stars and no rings. So maybe that I in- included him because of that reason, so I could say that. His picture on <laughs> Basketball Good. Reference is weird. It doesn't look like him at all because he doesn't have that stupid oh, really? haircut. So, yeah. Check it out sometime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll take it off. Okay. That has been another episode of The Rookie Show. The Rookie Show. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rookie Show Pod. Where can they follow you, you Coin? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can I follow you, Noel? You can follow me at Green Villain on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Cameron Crazies. Mmm. Ah! Uh, by the way, that Duke losing that game was hilarious. and Yeah, very funny. People paying five grand to go to the game and watch them lose. Whew, that's funny. Funnier. Funnier. Very yeah. funny. Uh, Would have been great if it was like a really heartbreaking game, but equally funny that it was just an ass kicking i would say arguably more funny yeah yeah you're right because <laughs> i just had to stand there and take it the whole time yeah um is it more funny that the rich pricks who paid five thousand dollars to see coach k then lost or the rich prick who bought tom brady's last touchdown ball for half a million dollars to find out it's not his last touchdown ball which one's funnier i think that Coach K getting blown out by UNC in his last home game is objectively funnier than okay fair. than the Tom Brady ball. You're right. What do you think? It's definitely funnier to uh, that guy who just paid a million dollars, half a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. But yes, yeah. I agree. That's objectively funny. It's the best. Right. <clears throat> Plus, you got to disappoint like eighty thousand people instead of just one. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I would say like there. ten, probably. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, who's gonna play us out this week? Ooh, good question. Um, play us out. Um, oh, play us out, Glass Animals, because I got to go to that oh, concert last week. Yeah. Play us out, Glass Animals. Yeah. We love all your hit song. All your hit song. No, they got a couple apparently. Yeah. Okay. A couple. That's it. Okay. See you in a couple weeks. See Later. You. See ya.
Hold my hand close.